Welcome to Soul Lies, where the spiritual and the soul crosses paths. Stay tuned to learn ways to grow your spiritual understanding in order to reveal lies your soul believes. This podcast will help you learn the truth and propel you towards freedom in Christ Jesus. This is Jenny Fouts, licensed counselor in Louisiana at Christian Center Shreveport. Hello everyone, I am here with my friend Kathy McLean and she has an incredible, incredible testimony for you guys to be able to listen to today. I hope that it helps you and you can begin to see maybe the struggles that you have in your life and how she managed to find recovery and what her story is. I think you guys will find it very fascinating. So welcome, Kathy. Tell us when your story started. Hi, everyone. My name's Kathy. I'm a very grateful, recovering, compulsive overeater and alcoholic codependent. And I was also a commercial airline pilot and an RN, that usually gets people's attention. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Alcoholic and pilot? Female? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's all part of her story. You guys got to stay tuned. Well, I'm going to start with 1 Corinthians 13, because I'm in Toastmasters learning how to speak. But it starts out, even if I speak with the languages of men and angels but don't have love, I'm like a clanging gong or cymbal. And even if I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries, and I know all things, if I don't have love, it amounts to nothing. So I'll start off saying, I love you guys. I love the Lord. And by the grace of God, I love myself today. And I hope something I say helps you. Um, okay, I'll start with my childhood. And I'm just going to run through this. I grew up on Long Island, New York, in a little town. My mother was a hoarder, compulsive overeater, rager. She um, beat us. Now, and I also want to say there were times she could be very, very loving, so it was confusing. My dad, I was super close to him, loved him dearly. He was a World War II veteran, workaholic, teetotaler, um, he had his problems too and there were five of us I was the youngest and the major things that happened as a child that formed me were I was um, sexually abused by a family member and a neighbor at four and eight and then my sister who was like a mother to me she was 10 years older she was kicked out of the house when I was nine so it was like kind of losing my mother and um, those two things were pretty formative to me. My family life, like I said, my mother was a hoarder. The house was a wreck. She slept till like 2 or 3 in the afternoon. She was on the phone a lot with her sister. Uh, she would rage. She would do weird things like wake us up in the middle of the night to do laundry or gardening. Believe it or not, one time she pulled the station wagon up, put the headlights on. And we had to weed in the middle of the night. And um, so it was very confusing. Um, it was very anxiety producing. And, and um, that... The, the not knowing what's going to happen next. Yes. Um, 
and it was it was very chaotic and crazy my my sister was an opera singer my brother paul is gay he was into theater and then my next brother john was to become alcoholic but he was functioning and he was a contractor he was very charismatic good looking women loved him um and then my next brother kenny who i'm pretty close to he became an airline pilot also and um there was just there was lots of you know laughter and screaming and you know, it's, I'm surprised we weren't Italian, <laughs> but we're um, German and Polish. Yeah, but New York counts for a little bit of that. Yes. And as a youngster at the dinner table, I could never get a word in edgewise. I remember um, my sister and middle brother in particular were very large, larger-than-life personalities. And if I tried to speak... They would just overpower me and everyone. And I remember two times I got up and ran in my bedroom and slammed the door. I was just so frustrated. And my mother came and she she smacked me across the face. And she had a way of cupping her hand. And it would feel like your jaw was dislocated. And um, so I learned as a youngster to shut up and perform. And I was... I. I was blessed with good brains, so I, I did really well in school. I was also at physically fit, and I was able to, um, you know, do gymnastics. When I was young, I wasn't heavy when I was young. I did modeling, gymnastics, ballet. So in a lot of ways, I was kind of like a star child, but I was quiet. I didn't, uh, I learned not to speak because I got overpowered. That's one of the reasons I joined Toastmasters was to be able to share my story because I've been through so much and I've learned so much that I want to be able to share that with people. Yeah, and one time you thought you were going to work on the New York streets and be a designer, right? Right. Um, when I was young, I loved fashion and sewing. And the sewing, it's interesting how God makes us. From I was like four maybe, and I asked my mother to teach me how to embroider, and I found out some of my ancestors were tailors, and maybe that's just genetic. But um, I always loved fabric, like different textures and colors, and um, so I had thought of going to Florida, uh, the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York City. Um, I had modeled. I loved. Um, designing and sewing clothes so yeah there was uh, at the end of college which I'll go into later uh, I actually got a job offer at Bloomingdale's to become a buyer they have a track where you come in and do that but that is the story for our next sequence <laughs> can you um, tell a little bit about You've talked about your dad often, mm -hmm. and your dad was close to you, but maybe not so much to your siblings, mm -hmm. and how at times he was abusive as well. There's a right. lot of yelling going on in that family. <laughs> yeah. As a background, my dad, I admired him so much because he grew up in the Depression. His father died when he was probably five, 
and he was the oldest son, so he took on the the husband role. His mother had two nervous breakdowns. Um, then she remarried, and that man was a very successful contractor in in Long Island, and he lost everything in the Depression. Then his brother went to Pearl Harbor on the Arizona as a in the Navy and was killed during the uh, Pearl Harbor attack. His mother, that's when she had her second nervous breakdown. And he went into World War II. He had two Purple Hearts and came out of World War II, married my mother, went to night school, became an electrical engineer, started his own company, which was very successful in engineering. And um, he ran for state senator in New York. So he, he was very intelligent. He actually wanted to be a physicist. And I just, to me, we, you know, sometimes with the parent, there's a special something. And I just loved him. I, re, I have very favorable memories. He would buy Dr. Seuss books. And I would sit on his lap and read those. And he was just my hero. And uh, however, he could be hard with my next brother, whom I love very much. We'd sit at the dinner table doing homework. And he, Kenny probably had learning disabilities. And he's not stupid. Like I said, he was an airline pilot. But he probably had trouble learning. And my dad wasn't really a good teacher. He was smart, but he couldn't teach. Well, Kenny wouldn't catch on. And then he would pound the table and scream and slap my brother in the head and say, you know, no, 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 you're stupid. And he would say, say you're stupid. And Kenny would have to say it. And he'd go, say it again. And Kenny would be crying. And it was... You know, this was really, really difficult for me to reconcile. I love my father so much. I love my brother so much. And it was real torturous. How do you deal with this person you just love and then he does that? And um, so, you know, that was difficult. Was your family a family of faith? Did you guys go to church? What was that like? Um, we went, we were, my mother was Catholic, my father was Protestant, and supposedly the girls were going to be Catholic and the boys Protestant, but my mother was kind of out to lunch, so my dad brought us to the Methodist church. I was brought up in the Methodist church, and as a youngster, I, I was happy at church, um, didn't have a problem with it, but in my teens, I became an atheist, and I'll go into that later. You guys are one to stay tuned to listen to where she's gotten to today and how she's gotten there. Next, we'll cover more of her teen and college life, and you'll be under, able to understand how things of the past begin to affect us. So thank you guys for listening. I hope that you guys will really be able to find something in Kathy's story that will also help you in your life. Thanks so much for listening. Bye-bye. Soul Lies is meant for information only. It is not a substitute for counseling.